Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, uh, it is our pleasure to bring on Lynn Avenue. Um, they're actually a hometown to us. As we're, oh, yes. As we're based in Savannah, Georgia, and so are they. So it's really cool when we get some hometown people to come on our show, too. Because, you know, got to love our hometown um, and all that. Um, but they're doing some great things out there. They're definitely rising in the country music world. They're a husband and wife team. And with us being a husband and wife team, yes. you know, we can definitely love that, too. Um, so, Lynn Avenue, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Thank you all. <laughs> it is our pleasure. Yes. And as we get started, I always like to start the same way. Um, it's tough in the for the entertainment industry right now, as we were oh, talking yes. before the mm -hmm. show. Um how has COVID affected y'all and what have y'all done to kind of maneuver through all that? You know, when it first happened, it was, it was really shocking to just lose uh, about 50 tour dates that we had worked very hard to scale wow. all mm -hmm. throughout the year. And so we just kind of had to adjust and put out a lot more digital content. So we scheduled a, a music video and it, it kind of ended up getting pushed, but it released about uh, September, I think it was. Yeah, we released a music video in September. And it was All right. Okay. Pride, so yeah. and it's been doing pretty well. So. We, we also did a lot. We did a, um, we were doing like weekly live streams where we were doing uh, <laughs> live streams from our house yeah. where we were doing like small little concerts right here on the couch. We had like, <laughs> six strings sipping. It yeah. Was, it was a fun little <laughs> show. Yeah, and we did that every Friday for a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That was a learning curve for us because we're not like <laughs> technologically yeah. advanced people, but we figured it out. You know, I think that this is going to be a blessing as things start coming back by next year and getting at least somewhat normal. Um, I think what's because, you know, you see a lot of these people doing events online where you, where you pay like five bucks. I have a feeling that when everything comes back to normal, a lot of people who are live at events, they're going to still set their little phones up set the events up and so that the world can also um, be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Especially because everybody's kind of figured out how to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. all were forced to figure it out. <laughs> you know, that's like with us, you know, we launched a show January 3rd of 2020, a couple mm -hmm. months before the um, pandemic and shutdown. And I remember our original plan was to interview a hundred people first year and all that. We thought that'd be a great foundation for the show. And then COVID happens. Yes. And I was like, Oh, you know, artists and entertainers and all that, they're going to need a place to talk and this could be our year to shine. So because of that, we stepped it up. So where everybody else slowed down, we got busier. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year. That's awesome. Wow. That is amazing. And I mean, even, even today, like we got, you know, yesterday we had two interviews. Today we got two interviews. We had tomorrow two interviews, but one got already got canceled. So we had 12 set this week. Yes. And we've got 11 that looks like going to happen. Mm -hmm. Wow. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we appreciate that. It's, it's definitely been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun. Oh, bringing, we enjoy it. You know, yes. We love bringing people on that have that dream that they're chasing. Because mm -hmm. we're chasing the same dream as y'all, yeah. just on a different platform. Yep, different way. <laughs> <laughs> so when did y'all know that, you, that this could be a career for y'all? You know, a lot of people, they ask... When do you, did you know you want to do music? But when did you know, when did it click that this could be a career? 
when we recorded our first EP and back then we were, um, I was, I think I was like 16 and, uh, <laughs> something, like, something that. like that, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we were like a pop rock kind of garage band status sort of group. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, we were really young. Yeah. <laughs> from, from people and, um, they, that really believed in us at the time. And so we were like, you know what, we should, we should do this, you know? Yeah. Um, we I think started, at least for me. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was probably a little bit later. I think like, I, be, I always believed in us. It's not that, but yeah. yeah. when we, um, we went, I think it was in 2016 and recorded our never been a Nashville EP. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. we, just like this, we went to an awesome studio and had a great producer. And then mm -hmm. the product <laughs> that came out of that was just something that, I was just blown away with that we actually wrote these songs and that was like yeah. our real I think that was probably our first true country our first like true country uh body <laughs> you should say um and that was like where all the songs were country songs and uh oh wow yeah and when we put that out um it just like it felt like okay I think this is real like because we had like the real production level and then we put out the uh, video for Kentucky Bourbon and it mm. did so well. Mm -hmm. We're just like, man, this is like, I could really see us going to the next level with this. Heck, every year we put out something, we're like, we can do this. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. we, we feel the we're same way. With, yeah. You know, we're the same way because, you know, like yesterday we had on the show, um, the DC Glenn that was from, you remember the hoop? There it is. Oh, tag team. Yeah. yeah. We had like um, one of the guys from that on yesterday. Yeah, and, so. and we're sitting there like after everything, every after everything, we're like, we're going to the next level here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We feel that now, way about every year. We're like, man, like we, we set really, really uh, high goals for ourselves every year. Mm -hmm. um, and we we usually, I mean, we usually come out to if you write them down and really go for it, it usually works out. I mean, we just have yes. to go for it, you know. That's a good thing to do. So, how long have y'all known each other? We have known each other for 14 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. We've been together for like 12 or 13 of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what's it like being a husband and wife duo? I think it's pretty great because, you know, we, we can't, we don't have to just schedule a meeting and get so much work done in like a couple hours. Like we just talk about work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. <laughs> blessing and a curse yeah. I think, to talk about work all the time and i think like if anything we have to instead of like taking time to schedule meetings we have to take time to not talk about what we have to like uh, yes. take that <laughs> initiative yes. to say let's set aside some time where we're not going to discuss the work mm -hmm. or the music we both get carried away mm -hmm. we're very ambitious in that way yeah. yeah we know what you're talking about because we're always talking about the show how we can go to the next level who we got coming up oh, yes. and yeah, where we're going and you know so it's like so we do so much you know a lot of times we're talking to people and they're like you know, because we're a 24 seven couple and have been that way for 18 yes. years of marriage. Mm -hmm. And people are like, I couldn't do that. I don't know. And I, I have to laugh sometimes because people will say, I couldn't do that. Well, you don't have to. You're not married to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we right. do it. That's yeah. just, it's, it's just what we do. It's just the way of life for us, you know? Yeah. And, um, but it's funny. And I love that when we run into people 
And we mostly find it in the music business to where they live almost like maybe not 24 seven like us, but they still live that type of life. So it's really cool when you're running the people that are working together as a husband and wife team. Yes. It's um, it has its challenges, I will say. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's just also sometimes you're just like, you know what? We need like 30 minutes of space. Like I'll go upstairs, you stay down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever it is, you know, because we do, especially like when we're traveling or when we're on the road, we really do spend all day and all night together. Right. And um, you know, I think personal space is nice, and I think, but not not in a bad way. But I mean, give <laughs> yourself a hole. Yeah. Gotta dig out, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm sitting there thinking, boy, he's digging and don't even know it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is a dynamic to it. There is a dynamic. Yeah. To it. Yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I would never tell people that, to, you know, I would never preach that you should have be a 24 seven couple because you've got to have a special bond. I believe you do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great to see other people that have, that. again, like I said, you know, I love marriages that have that. It's something special. You don't see it often, but it's really awesome when you do see it. Yeah. Yeah. So how has Savannah treated y'all so far? I mean, you know, things, things kind of went somewhat back to normal pretty quickly here. So, and we've played a mm-hmm. lot of outdoor venues for the shows that, you know, that did happen, yeah. have been happening and we've just been really grateful, you know? Yeah. Savannah's always been our home and we love Savannah. Um, yeah. But we, uh, we're just thankful that Georgia is kind of, Georgia and even like the South Carolina area mm-hmm. has been pretty receptive to uh, ske- scheduling live music. And events. Florida. Yeah, 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 in Florida, yeah. North Florida, and uh, we're just kind of uh, thankful that we kind of live in an area where we can actually can sort of, it's not totally normal, but we can pretty much continue yeah. on the path, you know. There are yeah. some people we bring on the show that are like in California, and they're like, we can't do nothing. Oh, yeah, and, New York. You know, and they haven't been like that is. for almost the whole time, and then you bring, yeah. and, and I'm like, well, it's not like that, because sometimes people are surprised that we're even back at church and all that. They're like, yeah, how, that how are you back in church? Open and like, well, like Georgia's yeah. been normal for the most part after about two or three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. To the best of normal that normal can be. I mean, of course, there's no such yeah, right now. There's no such right thing now. as normal, but right. but to the, the best normal could be right now. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, playing outdoor events, primarily outdoor events during the winter time, also has its challenges too. Uh, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're out there and we can't feel our fingers sometimes. Uh, the weather, yeah. yeah. But you've probably been lucky that this year has been a mild winter compared to normal. That's true too. Yeah, it hasn't been it hasn't been bitter cold. Thank right. <laughs> granted, we don't get too cold here in the south, but right. we, right. but it's been, it's been than milder usual. than usual this year. Yeah, right, right, right. So that's been to our advantage for sure. <clears throat> so as you know, a lot of people they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, of a Carrie, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get to their level but to get a career level in music. And I always want to talk about that side of it because nobody talks about it for the most part. And I'm going to tell a quick story that will help guide us where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full-time with music, her and her daughter. And I remember asking Allison what advice she would give an up-and-coming artist. And I'll never forget the answer she gave me. 
She said, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, everything changes. She goes, you're, you, you no longer own your life. Everybody kind of owns a piece of your life. The world owns you, so to speak. Your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, you have to say no to almost everything. Because, you know, because you've got to be all in. You're doing so much and there's so much work to be done at the beginning of a career as an artist. Um, so, so you can don't say no to the wrong things. And then, you know, your family has to sacrifice. You know, they have to kind of kick you out the door and say, share you with the world. Now, granted, y'all are together, so that's great. But other family members kind of have to sacrifice. Right. Um, but then she added, but if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. I think that that is so perfect, what she said. Incredibly and accurate. Because we already feel that that tug away from our family. There's so many events and things that we miss. We've missed every birthday party for... <laughs> I mean, yeah. we really have. We've missed every birthday Easter, party. We uh, miss Easter. We miss Father's Day. We miss Thanksgiving yeah. sometimes. I mean, we just... Whatever it is, we've missed... I feel like we've missed 90% of the family gatherings. Well, mm -hmm. uh, that It's just tough. I mean, and when we're there, they're like, oh, you're here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely is a grind, you know, like yeah. it's, a, it's a constant, mm -hmm. you know, you can't just take, have an opportunity in front of you and say no when you're, yeah. young, you know, that right. could be that moment. That could be it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and we do a lot of things ourselves. So even when we're not on the road or playing, I mean, we, we do a lot of our own booking. We do a lot of, our, we do our own social media. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We do a lot of, she's a graphic designer, so she can do a lot of graphic design and stuff like that. And uh, we are always just here thinking about what we can be doing. Always. Yeah. So it, um, <laughs> yeah, it is really like constant work. The level, the level of tension, attention. That if we're not on the road, we're sitting there planning what we're going to do next. Yeah. So. Yeah. But um, I would say definitely like if I see my parents more than like once a month, that's pretty, pretty good. Maybe, uh, maybe and they mm -hmm. live here in town and it's just, <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like we, we just don't see you just don't see the family that much. And you know, I think like there is I feel just to be transparent, there is a little bit of guilt that I feel yeah. where I'm like, man, mm -hmm. I feel like I don't ever do anything with the family anymore and I feel like it, it's almost like a like a selfish you almost feel yeah. selfish sometimes where you're like, Well, yeah. I'm not here mm -hmm. at the bar or playing it here or playing there. Mm -hmm. um, Especially since the pandemic, we've been having to do double time with live shows that, that offered. So we have even less time to spend with, with family. You yeah, know? we have a lot of shows coming up for the springtime and we're looking mm -hmm. at our calendar going well. Well, we have three days off. It's good, but a curse. Huh? Yeah. Yes. And then not only that, when we do come home and we do have some time off, we rarely want to go do anything. Yeah. You know, we rarely feel like, oh, let's go and uh, yeah, we just hide. We just want to stay home and watch TV, you know. <laughs> I definitely get that. And I and I always want to talk about this, that side of it on our show, because I think sometimes artists that are kind of about to step into this crazy arena don't understand that side of it. And, and people that have family members that are artists, they, a lot of times they don't understand it. And I want people to understand that, that 
Yes, you do feel, like you said, you do feel guilty. Because, you know, sometimes people think, well, you know, you just don't care. And it's not that you don't care, but it's, it's one of them things like, you know, this could be that break. Yeah. And if you, and if, if it, and the music industry is really small, if word gets out that you say no to things, you will yeah. never make it. Yeah, yeah. You say no more than once and, and they'll just move on to the next yeah, person. Right. Like there are certain, mm -hmm. definitely certain booking agents or certain talent buyers and that kind of stuff that we will not say no to because as soon as you do that, they're going to ask somebody else and then you right. might spot, really. Yeah. We had a booking agent, um, ask us, hey, you know, what are you doing September 24th? And I was like, it's our anniversary. Are, are we booked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say, because we just say, well, we'll just go out the next night or we'll go out yeah. right. the week before. That, that takes a sidestep. But sure. we, we do do stuff like that. We're just like, we'll have to like way out, like, well, it's our wedding anniversary, but, uh, yeah. you know, what's the gig, you know, like, what's the yeah. gig? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because if it, if the gig is somewhere special, then you could just go do that and make it a little trip. Tie it in. Valentine's Day and stuff, yeah. you know. We have done that kind of stuff where we'll um, if it's like whatever city we're going to, we can we can show up like three or four days early. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, just kind of like uh, enjoy, enjoy time. our time for a couple of days, play a mm -hmm. show, and then come home. We have done that mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when we had Carlene Carter on, she talked about growing up as a Carter sister that right. that all she, she didn't know a regular world because all she's known is music. And she said they'd be in the back seat and birthdays would come and you would be on the road during birthdays. That's where they celebrated it. Yeah. Right, right, right. We uh we <coughs> we rarely celebrate our birthday on the actual day of the birthday. The only one she's a little bit I would say lucky and cursed in that department um, because she was born on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least I'll so, see for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's less likely that you're going to have a show on Christmas Day. Uh, yes. really, I don't think we've ever played a day, uh, played a Christmas show. Nope. We've played Christmas Eve, but we've never done uh, Christmas Day, I think. Unless it's so, the, uh, yeah. so the world celebrates your birthday almost. Yeah. <laughs> no, what ends up happening is uh like we'll go see her family and they want us to play for the family. So yeah, we end so up we <laughs> so, so you still play. <laughs> How is that when you're at, you know, um family members' house? The is that happen a lot? They want you to play and how does that normally go? Well, my family, my side my my, my dad's side of the family, they're all kind of musical and so we all like to get together and kind of just play. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. And that's always really fun. And then I've got family in Florida and we go down and see them. Uh, we rotate kind of Christmases. And when we go down there, they like want us to set up our PA and the lights <laughs> and like do it up, you know, <laughs> We're just like, all right. So they want you to go all out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not just get up and just sing together, but set everything up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my family's kind of musical too. So I think like, even when we go over there, somebody ends up singing, singing and playing. Yeah. Even, my uh, dad will pick up a guitar and sing some songs he's too. Great. So, yeah. yeah. So, so it runs in y'all's family. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so. That is awesome. That is uh, awesome. And that's usually how it is when we have artists on the show. Usually it runs in the family. So every now and then the, the, the artist will say, I'm the only. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, it runs in a family, which is pretty cool. Yes. 
Now that we talked a little bit about the sacrifice side, let's talk about the glory side that everybody sees. What are a few moments where you look mm -hmm. back and you're like, wow, we got to do that? Yeah, um, that moment for me was when we got to play for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wait, which one was it? 50? <coughs> yeah, it was the one in Atlanta. But the funny thing is, is that me and him don't really follow sports that much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so wow. We got this email that was very spammy, and I ignored it the first time. And then I got the email again, and I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll respond to this and see. Because we thought it was just like, oh, they're just doing some festival, like little hometown festival Super in Bowl Atlanta. Super Bowl like party yeah, festival. Yeah. And we showed up and we were like, oh, we're playing for the Super Bowl. This is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we probably should have had a rehearsal for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we definitely showed up and we're like, whoa, this is the so we didn't even realize that the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. Yeah. That... Or anything uh, like that. We didn't know what teams were playing. Yeah. yeah we, Google it, like what teams are actually yeah. playing. When was that, 2019? Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. That was that, a cool moment for sure. And we were like, we all felt underdressed and all kind of stuff. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. We didn't know what it was. There was just like Mercedes Benz's just like like rotating in Centennial Park and like big Verizon like floats in the stage. And oh, it, it was, was it was a big production. Yeah, it was I mean, We just had no idea. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, that was, was the one for me. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, the glory moments. Glory moments. Um, I would say, like, to, to talk about something different other than maybe just live performance, I think, like, we released that video mm -hmm. to uh, Hurricane Bride, which was the the last single. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Released yeah. In September. And um, I think, like, maybe by October, that video had crossed – 150,000 views. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it really said, it was like, oh man, that was a lot for us. That was enough for me to be like, man, yeah. I, I really believe in the song. Wow. The, that was super the cool. product. And I believe that, um, I don't know, it just was like a really rewarding feeling to see. And you know, like the views are one thing, but it wasn't just the views. It was the fact that we got like thousands of comments and all these oh, that's uh, great. Sharing the video, and so much, sharing their stories. Yeah, so many people were uh, like really uh, <laughs> like uh, what's the word? They were really like identifying, yeah, identifying yeah. the story of that song, and uh, especially in 2020 because um, the song's called Hurricane Bride. It's about the fact that our wedding was postponed by a hurricane, and she was uh -huh. upset and all that stuff. And uh, there were so many uh, brides this year that had their wedding. Yeah, it was very relatable. It was yeah, relatable. it was relatable. So we had like hundreds and hundreds of brides like uh, messaging us or commenting mm -hmm. and sh sharing their full wow. story, saying how much that that song is kind of a silly song and it kind of brings light <laughs> to what would have been like kind of a really hopeless feeling situation right. for them. Yes, it was. Now yeah. Now y'all gonna perform a song for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were thinking about oh, awesome. for you. Saying which one? Hurricane Bride. Oh, that, that great. perfect lead in, right? <laughs> great lead in. Y'all want us to do it now? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's, let's do, do it. it. All right, cool. We just happen to have these guitars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> convenient. Yes. <laughs> the floor is y'all's. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. We, we, you want to tell them the, the backstory? So I'll tell you a little bit more about the song. Um, September 2017, um, we had. 
all of our beer and decorations stacked up to the ceiling <laughs> our special day for this <laughs> outdoor wedding that we were going to have underneath an oak tree and the day before the wedding there was all these you know the news stories you know hurricane irma she's you know whatever and, uh, and then we, everything kind of just went to pieces after that and uh wow so we had to make the hard call of postponing our wedding for three weeks it was the day before our wedding yes too. so it was just she was a little upset yeah I <laughs> so i was sitting for some reason i was all alone the night of our wedding like just sitting on the couch in the dark and and i just my guitar was right by me and i just started writing this sad song and then i was like doesn't need to be this sad <laughs> i'm just gonna like let's just make fun of this like what would happen if we just didn't have a wedding at all and what would we do with all this stuff you, know? <laughs> you have you prepare for like a year for, for a wedding you know yeah so this song is called hurricane bride we had it all planned from the cake to the ring pretty white dress and a spot by the tree people would dance and the band was gonna play but nobody plans for a hurricane the power's gone out now it's dark and it's raining we're cooped up in the house with all the spirit so well what the hell we've got nowhere to be Let's make the most of this tragedy. And there's no sunshine. We pull out the moonshine. Our hurricane party for two inside. We almost had a wedding, but that's all right. I guess our hurricane right. Light all the sparklers we saved for the end. Forget the thank you cards we don't have to send. Let's burn all the candles and dance to our song. It's already raining. What else can go wrong? There's no sunshine. We pull out the moonshine and have a hurricane party for two inside. We almost had a wedding, but that's all right. I guess I'm a hurricane bride. I'll still wear the dress because I can't take it back. Forget about a suitcase I don't have to pack. We'll make a bunch of toes with all the champagne and I'll catch my own bouquet. There's no sunshine, we pull out the moonshine and have a hurricane party for two inside. We almost had a wedding. But that's all right, I guess I'm a hurricane bride. Until we pass out, we can count the times people say hunker down. Let's cut the capers and stop flooding down the hall. Drink away the hurricane, we've got fireball. There's no sunshine, we pull out the moonshine. Our hurricane party for two inside. We almost have a wedding, 
And your little snarky parts were is what really made the song. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just I just love it when people can take something that is really bad yeah. <laughs> and just turn it into something good. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was um that was the idea I guess behind that song, but you know, and it actually ended our wedding ended up being three weeks later. Mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. It was pretty much the exact wedding that we had planned. Mm -hmm. um, oh wow. wow! Yeah, so it ended up. It was the exact same wedding, just on a different day. And the cool part about it was the venue that we booked; they give you the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that weekend that we got rescheduled to was actually another bride's wedding. Wedding oh week. wow! So she gave us her Sunday, and she was actually a fan of ours. <laughs> oh yeah. wow! Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so she let us set up our wedding on her uh, Sunday. Yeah, on her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, it worked out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you got a song out the deal. Because yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> who knows, you know, if that song one day becomes really, really big, you'll owe the hurricane to the song. <laughs> just, just like, you know, we, we kind of joke that, you know, and it's not that we take COVID lightly, no. but if um, one day that we're a Bobby Bones type show or Ty Bentley or Ryan Seacrest, if we get up to that level, we will kind of owe COVID that because... It, we exploded because of COVID. Silver lining. So that was kind of our silver lining for the show. That's right. That's funny. We actually have another song called Silver Lining. <laughs> we try to make silver linings out of everything, I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, you got to, you know. Yes. I mean, the world's tough enough as it is to live. Oh, that's so true. Live. And, you know, when things happen, there's always a silver lining somewhere, even though sometimes it could be hard to find. Yeah, and they, you know, I think, what is it? Is it Shakespeare, the best comedy is a tragedy? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> or something like that, you know? It just makes yeah. a good story when you can take something that could be perceived as tragic and you just try to... Once it's in the past, of course. Yeah, once yeah. it's... Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you got to yeah. it <clears throat> In the middle of it, it's kind of tough, but once it's in the past and you've healed a little bit, yeah. now you can make it funny. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> That's what Hurricane Bride is. We were yep. just trying to make fun of, make light of that. And That's right. um, the, uh, the she's not lying. I mean, we had beer cases stacked up all because we we were providing all the alcohol ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, there was so much beer, so we I think we did well, end up having just a party at the house. We did. Wow. wow. That night we were playing beer pong in the house in my parents' house. Yeah, we were at her parents' house because that's where we had stored all the. Uh, yeah. Because I just had an apartment at the time. We we yeah. couldn't keep all the uh, yeah. thirty cases of beer or something at the in my apartment. Wow. Wow. Had a couple little jars of moonshine that the that we had our person had given us or whatever. We drank those before the wedding. Yeah, the person we thought <laughs> of. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, we had to go to a distributor because yeah. we were buying so much alcohol. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it ended up being great. I mean, both families came together and 
It was, out. it was, yeah, everybody still was, awesome. still was like, man, we remember y'all's wedding was a blast. Most people <laughs> yeah, half the people don't remember, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as you know, a lot of people, they see the artists, they don't see the team behind them. And mm. I don't care if, if, cause I know y'all say you do a lot of stuff yourself, but I don't care if you got a team of one or a team of 300, like Justin Bieber says he has. Yes. A team is a team and people don't get to see them and they don't get enough love. So if you want to talk a little bit about the team that kind of helps you, whether it's producers, managers, doesn't matter, but just people that help you do what you do. Sure. Our, our band, first and foremost. Yeah, our band. We have a good band that is uh, uh, a... Yeah. Shout out to our bass player, Larry. He's been with us for coming up on seven years. Yeah, well, wow. wow. Larry's been right there with us uh, through through all the stupid gigs that we play. We play, you know, <laughs> if you play long enough, you end up playing lots of stupid things where you're like, man, we've played at grocery stores and we've played whatever <laughs> you could think of, you know, in the yeah. past. Uh -huh. But uh, we we played any kind of weird gig, and Larry's always been right there uh, with us. And then um, we have we have a great. Um, pedal steel player and a great uh, piano player and a great we have a whole list of drummers but we have all of them are just awesome they're uh, great people and they're very talented. and then i think uh peter uh maverick george <coughs> deserves a shout out peter is yeah. uh he's a producer that's produced our last two eps and um he really has helped us find our sound well wow. ways and um if you listen to the records you can kind of hear the not only you hear a consistency, but you also hear a progression of how we went from being this band over time. We just, I feel like everything got more refined and more defined. And mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I owe a lot of that to Peter. And Peter's taught us a lot about uh, the recording process and microphones and yes. whatever it is. And we still lean on him. I mean, we still ask him lots of questions and um, we're, we're in the writing process now. So we've been sending him some demos that we've been recording. <laughs> So, hopefully, we'll get some back in the studio maybe summertime. That'll uh, be awesome. Yeah. Um, and then who else? Um, of course, our families. You know, like our, they're yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And then uh, our our families are musical, and they both uh, both our families got us started with the music. I yeah, think. my my parents are very very hard critics of mine. They're not afraid to talk <laughs> yeah, to themselves. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, they'll like, let you know it. They'll, yeah, <laughs> they'll tell you straight up. Well, they'll, but they'll also let you know when they, they think it's a really good song, and they say, "Well, that's yeah. a oh, yeah. good song." And the other one's okay, but that's yeah. a good song. So we, you know, say <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who else? I mean, I think um, we've been using the same videographer for a few years. And, yeah, um, his, same as Bo Kester. Yeah, Bo Kester has um, shot our last three music videos, yeah. and every time. Uh, we're so happy with our music videos and we do everything ourselves. I mean, she writes the script and we do all the, we, well, we've had help with some of the set design and that kind of stuff, but oh, we always have tons of help from yeah, lots that's of true. different people for Hair every project that we do. Hairstylists and photographers. And there's, there's a list of a mile long. Of we have our, that, our go-to people for all of our projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Love that. <clears throat> you know, speaking of teams, we've got a third co-host or so a nine-year-old that we all yes, ask Christopher. Yeah, he's gonna go get him, and we've got a 23 month old daughter. It's almost a, she'll be 20. Um, she'll be two years. Uh, I started saying 24 months, but two two years this this year, man. I mean, this month, crazy wow. how time flies. Um, but when later when she gets older, we'll be plugging her in the show too. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> we are a family affair show. That's awesome. I like that. I like Love that. It. You know, when we launched, you know, the whole goal was to keep the family together. And like, you know what? If we can include them in, even better. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, uh, who, who, you said your son is nine, nine years old? Yeah. What's his name? Christopher. Christopher. All right. <laughs> third grade? Chris Jr.? Yeah, Chris Jr. So that must be, uh, I guess they've been home a lot, I guess. I don't know how the school systems have been or whatever. Or, well, we, we he's always been homeschooled, so we nothing okay. changed. Hey, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's kind of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Lynn Avenue. Hey, Hi. Chris. <laughs> so what's your favorite food? Favorite food. favorite food. My favorite food is toast. My favorite food is macaroni and cheese. I could survive off of that stuff. <laughs> yes. And what's yours? Pizza. Oh, yeah. Pizza is awesome. What kind of pizza? A pepperoni and sausage. That's my that's favorite, too. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and, and he's seen y'all, too, because, of course, we always go downtown to family. and you know, Yes, little... he remembers them. You remember them? Yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> yes. He loves music. <laughs> Yes. You got one more question? Yes. So what's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show. Mm. I got one. So we've been watching this new show on Netflix, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of silly. It's, it's called Blown Away. And it's Blown like, Away? Yeah, it's a, it's a competition of glass blowers, and they, they make things out of glass. <laughs> the contestants try to outdo each other and make whatever out of glass, yeah. and it, it's it sounds like a funny show, but or like kind of a silly show. But yeah. it, it was we were entrenched. Oh my god, we were addicted. We watched two seasons in like one week. We yes. just like were binge watching it. I remember we were uh, binge watching years ago. We were addicted yeah. to that storage wars. Oh, right. Yes, we did watch those back then. It was, yeah. it was like so, it was like, well, you already, you know that they place things in there and it's yeah. not real, but it's yeah, like, right. man, would that be cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of What's your favorite show? My favorite show, my favorite show is Spongebob. Spongebob is good. That's a good one. Man, Spongebob's still on. I was watching Spongebob when I was nine years old. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's been long, it's on a long time. You learned and it's the been... part to, to Spongebob. I don't know if I remember. You think you could do it? Oh, I don't Hold know. Let's see if you can, he, he might can do it. Uh, what was it? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yes. I learned that because my uh, my little nephew, that's his favorite show too. So he uh, he uh, he he's I think he's gonna end up being a musician too because every oh, time wow. he the guitar out, he comes and tries to play the guitar. And the drums. And the drums. Yeah. Oh, cool. so, yeah. Bye, thanks. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he, he loves this little part. It, uh, it's funny. It used to be one question. Now it's two. So we're building him up. Building him up. <laughs> he loves it. That's awesome. And we're live. So you just, you know, it's, some people are like, they wouldn't put their kid on the camera live. And I'm like, he we control it. it you know? Yeah. You never know with kids, right? Right. That's funny. Yes. So if y'all could co-write with anyone, dead or alive. Who would it be? Oh, it would be Dolly Parton. 
I think that'd be my answer too, Valley Card. Mm. Amazing. That'd yes, be a, she is. She could add to that hurricane bride and turn it into something else. Huh? <laughs> oh, that would be cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just love how like honest her lyrics are and how she yeah. manages yeah. to just make something so beautiful out of something so simple. Like there's so many artists out there that want to overwrite a song. Mm -hmm. it, you know, like super artistic and, you know, she just tells her story. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because that's what country music is. is right. Like yes. you say, three chords in the truth. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. We, we, uh, we do a lot of three chords in the truth with, yeah. when we write. We just, <laughs> yeah. We don't think about the chords too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <clears throat> so, um, I, actually, in a few days, it'll be the six-year anniversary that we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini. That's right. Oh, and I... And I remember one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guest the same question, because the answer to that question is almost identical to what, what she's living right now. I mean, she knew where she was going. She had that vision and nothing was going to stop her. Um, so knowing that, where do y'all want to be in five years? Where do we want to be in five years? Well, we definitely want to be on that next level. You know, we're able to tour right now as an independent act and we're able to hit a good majority of like, you know, we can go, we, we go out to Texas or we go to Kentucky or we go to Nashville or we go, we can tour like regionally really well. But I feel like for us to get to, we want to be that national act that's touring. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think like we're kind of on the cusp of that. Like we, we, we're working on like maybe. Um, right now we're kind of hitting hitting rooms that are you know kind of like 75 seat capacity and um, we do yeah. 75 to 100 and if we do really well with those kind of ticketed shows but ideally like you know we want to be on in that next arena where we're yeah yeah a lot bigger bigger shows yeah bigger shows some bigger shows yeah so we can sell out smaller shows we can sell out you know 100 person rooms and that kind of stuff all across the south Wow. Just wanna, uh, um, we really want to get to that national level and we want to get to that point, like she said, where we're playing bigger shows. We really love performing and we love like that. So that's probably the funnest part. And um, I love the, the little girls that show up to our shows wearing cowboy boots and their sparkly shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. My favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, have kid, like, uh, I have a very loyal kid following. Yeah, <laughs> <like, "Aw." laughs> well, that's good to have, though, because as they grow older, they'll still yes. love you. Right. Yeah, she's she's autographed boots and she's autographed. Yeah. Oh. bring little guitars or whatever. Phone and cases. Everything. Oh wow. She's autographed. I love that. And some, but that's I think that's as far as like the live uh, game for us, and we want to continue just to cultivate our audience with, um, you know, every time we put out a single or we put out a music video, it just it grows like exponentially, like five hundred percent. Like and from the last time, we love did. that. You know, so mm -hmm. every time we every time we do it, I'm just like blown away by the growth. And it's not anything that we're doing necessarily um, that we're thinking too much about. It's just kind of happened organically. Yeah. You know, and mm -hmm. every time we do it, I think we just got to keep our head down and keep pushing. The thing we've always tried to just live by is chase after the dream and not the money. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's a good way to put it because we've done we did that for a while and we lost sight of kind of what was important. Uh, it yeah. changes everything. It does. We've lot we've done lots of things. We've we've learned that lesson, like she said, where we were chasing the money mm -hmm. instead of chasing the dream. And mm -hmm. money's money's nice, but it's like you really do hit that wall where you're like, Well, this is this is the end of the dream, but we're able to pay our bills at least. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Sandy's got a couple questions too. Yes. Sure. How would you describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Cool. We, me and him have this conversation often, you know, with with the way that, that country music is right now. Um, mm -hmm. When you say country, that can mean a lot of things, but especially yes. in uh, yep. yes. pop, like radio right now, we almost... We don't like to use that word. Mm -hmm. We we right. typically will like in a genre sense we'll say we're Americana, but yeah. okay with more yes. of like a classic country vibe. As far as like really describing our sound, I would say our sound is we 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 like to write lyrics with lots of um, we use lots of wittiness and puns and we like to just write and tell a story in a clever way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think we like to, um, we really focus on just like really strong rhythms, like in just hooks. in hooks and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And it's just like, we like what we call boot stomping music. We're like, the song is just, you just want to stomp your boot to it, you yeah. know? And I think we write a lot of songs like that where it's just like, you know, you just want to get up and start clapping and just, you know, I love that. that backbeat will be so strong. And that's, mm -hmm. that's where we get excited when we can have a song awesome. that has that energy. Awesome. And what would you like your legacy to be as artist? What would you like to be known for? Um, the, I don't know about known for, um, but, you know, I always have told him, like, if there was ever a point in our career where we were successful enough to, to be a part of a bigger cause and give back, yes. um, I think that, that that would my, my thing would be um, wanting to help schools um, encourage their, their music programs. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's important. Of, that's very important. Like, don't get as much credit as they should. You that's know? true. Kids aren't, aren't put a, given an instrument young enough, you know. And, right. And if it's not something that you want to do professionally, it's just such a great outlet. And it gives you so much perspective and, you know, how much you can flex your mind. Yeah. Yes. You know, not that. all of us were cut out to be football players or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, and um, all I can do is talk. So, yeah, yeah, so it just, um, it not that I'm not bad mouthing football at all. I think those are awesome programs and that yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. kids. And, but um, I, I just, I think that there are also kids that want to play music and they don't have that access to instruments. Or exactly. Right. Love that. Um, especially like in the public school system, you're going to have like to where the school is really offering music education for free, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. as long as the child can have access to an instrument, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Love that. So as we come to a close here, um, what advice would you give this person? Let's say that you had a friend of yours, you heard him or her sing, and let's say they've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor. 
but they've only played maybe 40, 50 shows. So they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. Uh, but they've gotten on stage and they got what every artist says that they got that stage bug where they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring, and they just know they're in the right place. And they come to y'all and they say, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next couple of years? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. I think experience is is so valuable and just playing as many different types of shows as you can because each show teaches you something different. Um, yeah. Oh, well, for me, I think like somebody gave me this advice a few years ago, um, and that would be don't necessarily focus just on your performance like how well you're playing or how well you're performing or how even whether you're in the studio or whether you're on the stage don't just focus on the technical side of things and just mm -hmm. say i have to play everything perfect and i have to i have to sing everything perfectly and i can't i can't miss a word or can't miss a chord or nothing like that don't focus on any of that the main thing is enjoy what you're doing and have fun with it whether you're whether in the studio or the stage that yeah. energy of you enjoying what you're doing and yeah. having fun is going to translate into a better record, a better song, mm -hmm. and even in the song when the, you're songwriting. Yeah, you know? that's the number yeah. rule mm -hmm. that we live by. You just have fun because have fun. It, you're, it, that energy is really going to imprint itself on a better song, a better record, or a better live performance. And if you're having fun, then that translates to your audience. Yeah, and if you're having okay. fun, so if, if you're not up there having fun, your audience is probably not having fun either. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Because so you can't give you can't get fun, what you don't have. So right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So if you're up there having fun, that really does like you give that to your audience so much, yeah. and they'll start to Love have that. fun as well. You know. Love mm -hmm. that. So as we close out here, tell everybody how they can reach you. We are on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Our website is lynavenue.com. L y n avenue.com and. We're on, you know, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Google Play, and it's all under just at Lynn Avenue. Yeah. If you so, search Lynn Avenue, you'll find us. If you Google us, I mean, we'll be yeah. the top hit for sure. We'll be, you'll Hopefully. see all the page. No, I just, I, <laughs> do it, I do it from time to time to check it out. But um, yeah. you'll see all the, li the list. Yeah, I Google the Chris yeah. and Sandy show all the time too. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got to know where you're at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we definitely look forward to having you back. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, thank y'all for having us. It's been great. Oh, um, thank you thank so you. much.